Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. All right, welcome everyone. We got another very special podcast guest, my man, my friend, fellow Party Poker team member, Yuri Martins. I'm going to let him say his last name. Yuri, how are you? Hey, Jeff. Uh, I'm very good. Thanks. And thanks for having me. My last name is Zivalevsky. D- okay. Divalevsky. D- Divalevsky. There Divale- we go. Yeah, I just, yeah. It's correct. It's a Polish name. So in Poland, uh, they say Zivalevsky, something like this. But in Brazil, we, we pronounce all the, let- all the, the, the letters. So it's Zivalevsky. Okay. Very cool. And so tell me a little bit about your background then. You're, you're in Brazil. You're Brazilian, but you have a Polish background. Are you part... Polish or, or how, where does the origins go back to? Yeah, my grandma was Polish, and but I, I I I was born in Brazil. My parents also, so just my my background very far. I don't know how to say in English. Background is from Poland. Very cool. Well, listen, there's a lot to talk about. First of all, congrats on the Party Poker Ambassador to be one. I know this has been a little bit of a maybe in the last year. Was it about one year ago? In the last six to ten months? Yeah, even less. I think five months. Yeah, just before Vegas, four months. Very cool. How, how is that? Was that something? I mean, you've been playing poker so long. How was that to become a, you know, to represent a poker site? Is this a, was this something you always thought about, you wanted to do, or was this something that just kind of came about and you're like, okay, I'll do it? No, it's, uh, like, especially in the time when I, when I started playing poker 11 years ago, 12 years ago, it was a huge thing to be sponsored by a, a poker site. So since I was start playing, it was something that was in my mind. But I like it was so far back in the day because I was playing like low stakes and anyways. And then after the streams, it becomes even more difficult to be sponsored by a site because of course they are interested in streamers. And so I want, always wanted, but it was far for me in my mind. But when Party Poker came to me and offered, I was super happy and it was a pleasure to represent this brand. And yeah, I'm super happy with this. Well, very cool. Yeah, big big congrats to you, man. I know, you know, I've I've ran into you over the years on stops. I've gone to a few BSOPs. I've seen you win bracelets. I've seen your live results. I think back even a long time ago, we used to battle more when I played more regular online. Kid who won, I think you were on Poker Stars and I always knew and feared your name, and you were and have been the number one ranked all-time online player. I mean, tell me a little bit about when that first happened and, you know, how amazing that is to be the best, you know, highest-ranked player in the world for online poker. You know, you've, you've had some great results, big scores, consistency. You know, tell me a little bit about how you got into online poker and, and how your journey has been with that. Yeah, I started playing online when I was 16, actually, very young, studying, actually, more than playing. Mm-hmm. And then when I was 18, I, I just started playing real money and turned into a professional very quickly because my parents, they, they had a financial problem, issue, I don't know how to say. And then I just started playing to try to help them. Uh, and then I never stopped. And then in 2014, I reached the, the, the number one in Pocket Fives for the first time. It wasn't something that I was looking for because i wasn't uh, in the site i was my my, my nicknames uh, they they weren't there in the, the pocket fives but i had a lot of good results very good six months results and then i decided to to put my nickname my nicknames uh, in the site just to see how i would rank and then when they update the site i was number one <laughs> it was really crazy wow uh, and then yeah can you tell me about your what the acronym means? Yuri Nerd Guy, what or what? How does uh what does that mean? The the screen name, your username, your name, obviously, oh, okay. and then the yeah. other part. Yeah, the Nerd Guy came from. I used to. I had a graffiti uh, crew, you know, graffiti like art, and then the name of the the graffiti crew was Nerd, and it's just like the nerds went to the streets doing graffitis. Okay. And then I decided to, to put this in my nickname when I was 18. I, I had no idea what to do with my nickname. And then I just put the name of something that had a meaning for me. And then Very it's cool. nice because I'm actually a nerd in the, like, I like to study a lot, 
but I don't I don't have the stereotype of a nerd, so it's kind of like a right. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. I, I was wondering if so. I didn't understand. I was like, I don't. You know, not that not anything wrong with nerds or anything. It just didn't. Yeah. I don't picture you as that uh, as a nerd. Um, and and tell me a little about Brazil and poker because my wife's Brazilian. You know, I should speak more Brazilian. I, I follow a little bit of Portuguese. Um, it's it's not a culturally um, I guess common, or at least it's becoming more very popular and accepted. But I know my wife was very worried, you know, when she, we met and she found out I played poker, her brothers were worried, family was worried. How was that for you with family friends when you said, Hey, I'm going to start playing poker. How, how, how do, how was that perceived? And how, what was that like for you with family friends and, and how they, they were accepting of it or not? Yeah. When I was, when I started, it wasn't something that I took very seriously. I just, I like to study. I read about poker and then I play home games. But when I was 18, my parents, they didn't have a choice, you know, because they, they were in a financial, uh, how can I say in English? This, the, the next yeah, financial trouble. trouble or just trouble, a bit, you know, yeah. yeah. Financial trouble. And then they didn't have uh, a choice at that time. And then, but when I start. My, like my mother wants me to to do a to, to go to college until today. She, I don't know. They have this. I don't. The generation is different than ours. But nowadays they love poker. Like my mother was happy with this because I was putting money uh, in the house. But she wasn't very not one hundred percent happy. She just would like to to see me going to to, to university because my. My sister is a, a doctor, and then my brother went to, to university, and me, I just started playing too young. And then because of this financial trouble, I, I, when like we, we got out of this situation, I didn't have reasons to go to, to university anymore because I was winning a lot of money playing poker. Not a lot, I mean, so, you know, in Brazil, like Akari is a good friend of mine, legend, great guy. You know, Jao Samao, also part of Party Poker. You know, Felipe Ramos. There's some other big names. I think originally, I mean, if we take a look here at your hand and mob, obviously you're, you're, you're primarily online, right? But you still have two World Series bracelets, some great earnings, some great scores. And if you look at the Brazilian, you know, kind of list of all time, right? There's, uh, for not playing much live, I mean, pound for pound, you're super high up there. Of course, Rafa Marais, unbelievable player. There's some other big names and people here. And then Alexander Gomez, right? He was sort of the original back in the yeah. day where he was playing the live stuff, won bracelets and was around. How did you, though, know it was possible? Because there, it wasn't super uh, rich in Brazilian culture poker, right? Like when you start, I mean, there's not a lot of Brazilians that are like very well known or, you know, how, when did you think, what made you think, okay, I can make some money in poker and do this? Was it a friend? I believe your brother actually introduced it to you. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. My brother introduced, introduced me to poker when I was 14, I think. Okay. I was very young. And... I decide. I just saw it was possible when I was seventeen or eighteen because I went to like a poker club in my city and I saw the guys winning money. They weren't very good. They didn't study. And yeah, when I was eighteen, I just used to play super tight and win a lot of money playing these tournaments. So when I just jumped into online poker, I saw that it was possible. Back in the day, if you knew just the the basic stuff, you would make okay money and then if you go hard and studies and you would make a lot of money and how how would you say how would you i guess well it's different now right poker's changed so when you see you know people look up to you you're a role model you have social media you promote gaming you have become the best in the world respect you know you could argue it or one of the best in the world for sure in the in the poker community how do you tell people though that want to get in to poker right like you see friends or or people come up in Brazil, young people, and it's different than it was. There's still ways to make money and do things and, and play and, and enjoy the game and get the benefits. How do you sort of, um, what's the word? Not make people have false hope, right? How do you make people understand, like let them know, hey, it's not just going to be automatically like you're going to be successful in poker. What's your message to your community when you, when you, when you stream? Because you do stream on the Party Poker channel and you do do a lot of social stuff as well. So how do you kind of let people know to take it easy and, and how to ease into it? Yeah, when I decided to, to post on social media, this kind of stuff, and work with my social media, I decided to show the truth, like my truth, my my day by day, like the... I don't show numbers because I, I don't think it's, it's 
like Brazil, Brazil is a poor country. I don't want to take this risk to show numbers, this kind of stuff. But I just show the reality. I show that it's really tough. But if you study a lot and just dedicate uh, and like, you will be successful for sure in the long term. But the problem is uh, Brazilian, Brazilians, like most of them, I'm not saying all of them, the message that, that I receive, they are, they want to, to reach the, the, the success really fast. I think poker is like sell this image to, to people. Mm -hmm. uh, they want to reach the, the success really fast and they don't have patience to, to sit there and study a lot. And they think it's always, uh, they always blame the, the deck and, you know, and then I, I always have to say the same thing. Like you just keep studying the, the variances there. And I think variance in tournaments are way bigger than like poker dope, the sites shows to us. Mm -hmm. So it's not easy. It's like, a it was a school for me, a life school. I, I've learned a lot from poker because you learn how to lose, and this is, we aren't we weren't weren't born to to lose. It's tough to to lose. I always say this in my my social media. I don't I I don't try to to sell like glamorous things. I just yep. Sell the truth. I show the truth. For sure. No, it's very it's very valuable. And as you mentioned, poker teaches a lot of lessons, right? There are points I'm sure in your career you've had variances, stretches where you're not winning, and it's not you know. It's not all sunshine and roses, right? There are tough periods. There are there are tough patches, and I think that's one of the benefits of poker as well. It does teach you how to win, how to lose, and how to how to deal with variance and, and understand a lot of that life is variance, right? And it's kind of puts in perspective um, these type of things. So, and I do feel that what I see from you is you seem to do show everything, and you are very transparent, which is which is cool. Uh, let's take a little look down your Just your career, thing, Jeff. Yep. Just one more thing. There's one thing that most people think is that when you reach the rice the high stakes it's going to be easier because if you i don't know if you have a lot of money if you lose x money it's going to be okay but it's going to be tougher when you like move up on stakes it's just get tougher uh, so if you are not prepared to 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 face like even tougher to see, uh, challenges just stay in the, the low stakes mid stakes it's all good to play low stakes, mid stakes, but in the high stakes, I face the the biggest challenges for sure. Like I'm living the biggest challenge of challenges of my life right now, playing high stakes. So it's tough. But of course, twelve years of experience helps a lot to to stay calm and understand the the nature of the game. And, and, and absolutely. And how old are you right now? I'm thirty. Thirty years old. Okay. So yeah, you you said been playing for. Uh, it's been playing for 12 years and, and yeah, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of experience. And you, you now have a three-year-old boy. Is that right? One son? Yes, correct. Nice. So we, we're on the same there. My son's like a little over two and a half. So almost the same. How, how has that been? How has it been balancing family with poker? Have you found it easy, challenging, uh, or just kind of a learning experience? It's easy because my wife is amazing and she is with me, like, she went with me to, to Vegas, stayed for two months with me. So she's living my dream, actually. So it turns way, way easier if she just lived her life. So and we are living together, every, dreaming together, and she's basically part of my, my success. Very cool. Yeah, it's, it's a very important, right? You have to. And my wife, the same. She's Brazilian and, you know, helps so much. And so they're, Brazilians are, again, st stereotyping, but in a good way, very family-oriented very, very loving, very compassionate people. I find uh, in general, um, and that's that's amazing. And how how have you been able to to with sleep? You know, how do you kind of balance with playing at the WSOP? Because it is challenging, right? There are a lot of long days, long nights, and then come home. Do you find a do you find a, a certain schedule, or do you is it just too hard to plan? Like for your son, for example, do you try to make time every morning, or um, when you're not playing at WSOP, maybe talk to me a little bit about how you balance being a father with poker. Yeah, uh, during the WSOP mornings, I just uh, dedicate to him her. And then when I bust the tournaments, I always stay with them. I, I tried to, to arrange some dinners with friends, but I, I couldn't because every time I bust in the tournament, I just stay with them. And we rent a house with uh, two rooms. So I when I got late, I just went to sleep in the other room to sleep at the time I want, and that's it. Uh, but, like, it was really tough uh, for her because stayed 60 days with a child, just her and him, it's not easy because requires a lot of creativity 
and patience a lot because you know we were le- we were there like by ourselves we didn't have friends or anything but we met some good people of course but it's tough we are, we were not in our environment really is is uh is this is have you found over the WSOPs the balance with schedule do you find do you like to just go every day and like play no matter what or do you kind of look at your schedule and say hey i'm going to play these higher buy-ins i'm going to skip some of the stuff be rested or do you just kind of go every day and you're playing i played every day i i talked to her before coming to wsop about it and i just would like to play every day try to i don't know to it's like a uh, olympics for the poker player so it would be two months uh, focusing just on poker and then in the end of the year we would stay together without you <laughs> Very, very cool. Um, and talk to me about mixed games a bit. You are a, you play all the games. I saw you won two W Coops on the same day. I believe only one other player has ever done that. The World Championships of Online Poker. This, mm-hmm. you know, this was, I believe, in September. Um, you know, tell me a bit about the mixed games. And are you, would you consider yourself more expert now in mixed games or No Limit Hold'em? No Limit Hold'em for sure. But I started playing uh, mixed games after 2014 when I reached the, the number one on Pocket Fives. And when I, I had a, the best year of... No, no, it wasn't the best year. It was the best. But it was, at that time, the best year of my career. I had very good results. And then I I, I won a lot of money. So I had time to to study other games. Like, without... How can I say? I didn't need to, to win money every month. So I had time to, to dedicate myself to other games and stay, like, for six months, one year, without winning money. So I went to PLO, uh, and then I just jumped into PLO 400, and it was really tough. I, w- I just would like to play something that motivates me. So if I played uh, lower stakes, I wouldn't be motivated. And then I started playing PLO 500 and studying, and then I stayed. I, I lost 100 binds, like 40K, to learn the game. And then I became a break-even player, and then after... Eight months, I think, I start winning, and after this, I went to two other games, and then, but the information were really restrict. Uh, we didn't have solvers for the for the games at that time. Even PLO, we didn't have solvers, so I paid to some guys to teach me some games, especially PLO. I had a very good coach at that time, and it was super expensive, four hundred pounds hour or five hundred pounds wow. hour something, and I made. A lot of hours. But I became really, really good at that time without solvers because he was very GTO-oriented. He solved the games. He did. He doesn't play poker, but he solved games. He's very genius. His wow. name is Phil Hawkmore. Uh, he's an English uh, coach. And then after this, I started playing other games. I did some coaches, some American guys to play very good at that time. And when a lot of solvers came, I think I became fam- more familiar with uh, equilibrium gto stuff and then it helped me in all the games very cool and study wise you know there's so much information now there's so many training sites there's so many great players what are what do you believe is you know the best way to study nowadays because heel solver and these type of things are a bit intimidating now there's a lot more web-based tools they're a little simpler right uh what would you say to someone at home watching who maybe you know has uh a bit of resources, but they're not really sure what to do, that they want to learn, they want to start studying, and it's just they're overwhelmed. Where would you suggest someone to go, just to the general population that are watching right now? All right. Depends on what level do you want to reach. If you want to be a professional, if you want just to be a recreational but profitable. Uh, for recreational that wants to be profitable, I would recommend a assassinato book called uh, Exploitative Play in Live Poker. I think this book will give you a lot of um, simplified strategies and I'm pretty sure you're going to be a winner in live poker if you know how to apply what he's saying in his book because he, he, he did an amazing job. He basically, because when you are recreational and you don't have t- the time to study, put time in the programs, so you want to have formulas to play poker. Okay, in this part you do this and that's exactly uh, what he did in this book. So of course he he do not he doesn't cover all the, the spots but he's going to give you a, an overall uh, strategy for a lot of spots and I'm pretty sure you're gonna be a, a winner at least in live poker and low and maybe mid stakes mid stakes nowadays online are tough but low stakes are gonna be a winner 
So I would recommend this book. Uh, I know books nowadays, they are not very good, but this book specifically, I really like it. And for professionals, I think you have to simplify your strategies, even if you are using uh, VoiceOver, at least in the beginning of your career. It's better to use just one size in seabed, something like this, and not try to, to put like five seabed sizings, this kind of stuff, and try to understand the the base, the, the fundamentals of poker is, is essential. Like I said, when I start like understanding really well the, the GTO and the fundamentals, the basic fundamentals of poker, I played better even the, the mixed games. When I play WSOPs, mixed game WSOPs, I I see a lot of mistakes because the guys, they just play with intuition and they don't know the, the basic uh, uh, fundamentals of poker. So I would say this, try to learn the fundamentals and simplify. Yeah, we have a, in, the, in the chat a live question. Can you, can you say the book one more time? Uh, Tykin23 is asking, what's the name of the book? Exploitative Play in Live Poker. Very so interesting. And you, and you find that that is a very current relative, uh, it's, it's a book you would recommend to people right now? 100%. Yeah, actually, this it's not very old, this book. I think he wrote... Is it Michael Acevedo? Is that who you're saying? Is, is, what? His name is As uh, uh, Alex Fitzgerald. Ah, but okay. His nickname is Assassinato. Okay. Assassinato. Like. Yes, yes. I remember. I know who that is. Yeah, for sure. So that's... That's cool. That's uh, but you could so it's for live poker, but also you can apply it to, to online, right? I mean, it's it's still it's still sure. principles. Yeah. So. Yes. If you are a recreational that don't have time to to put hours studying, I would recommend this book. Very cool. Well, guys, I want to again real quick want to remind you there is a hundred dollar pending cash. Real a hundred dollars in cash for the schedule for the week, and also the fifty dollars, which we will take questions at the end. If you want to ask a question for Yuri, you can go ahead and and send out a question. We will try to get to as many as possible. I can't guarantee all of them because man, I'm, I really, I, I think this is a record out of 157 podcasts. This is the most actual questions I believe are right up there. So a lot of people want to know, they want to hear from you. So we're going to, we are going to make sure we save some time uh, for that. And, and I want you guys to be, have a shot at the giveaway. And of course on Instagram guys, you can give him a follow there. I just tagged that we're live now on Instagram uh, I appreciate everyone who's doing it. Look at this two-time WSOP winner and also two times number one online player in the world and the LAPT grand final. And which, which social media would you, if, if you had to say to someone to follow, you do both Twitter and Instagram, which one do you prefer? Uh, Instagram. I don't use Twitter very much. I don't post on Twitter a lot. I like to, to read things on Twitter, but I, I'm not very active on Twitter. On Instagram, and we are doing like a lot of who, who's the, do you have a social media team or who because i saw at the wsop you had some people kind of following around or there was some some camera stuff like for video for pictures like who do you have a professional on staff or do you have is it your wife who's, who's doing the photos and these things yeah we are uh we have a community in brazil a very big community in brazil called reg life okay and we work together so my social media and reg life social media so all that uh, team were from reg life but they, they post on my social media as well. And then we, we did a vlog on WSOP that is in our YouTube channel, Reg Life Poker. Okay. You can check it out. It's very good. We, we post a lot of, uh, of course, vlogs and also good information every day. And it has English subtitles. It's in Portuguese, but it has English. Checking out right here. This is it, Reg Life? Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Subscribe. Make sure you guys check that out. And there is uh, a documentary in, in as well. About my life oh wow very yeah, cool uh, the documentary is before the, the before vegas very cool and tell me about your let's just kind of dive into some results here so you've been playing live poker at least recorded since 2010 april is this the first time or had you played some before maybe some cash games or is this literally when you dove into live poker uh, maybe in poker club i played before but I think it started 2016. And, and how, how into poker were you already? Or is this when you started? Had you already been playing online and doing very well? Or did you kind of do both yes. at the same time? No, just online. I started playing live two years later. I was just playing online, focused on playing online. Because like I said, my parents, they need money. I need money too. So I just focused online. I used to play seed and goals. I played, I played everything before tournaments. I played cash games. And then I play season goals, and then I went to tournaments, and then I just stayed in tournaments for a long time. Until 2014, when I moved to, to PLO Cash Game. 
And and tell me about this this Brazilian series of poker, Sao Paulo. I think this so 2011, and you have a huge score. I mean, you get second place, 109,000 US. Look at the dollar, man. The dollar was like less than two to one. Now it's five to one. Crazy, crazy how that is right now. Almost but, um, six to one right now. Oh, is it up to six? Yeah, Holy it's five five point six something like that. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, it moves. It's moving a lot. So tell me what this was like. How was this to get? Uh, man, all Brazilians that here at this time, the BSOP, literally 100% Brazilian. It's pretty crazy that it was like that. But 868 entrants and you get second place. What was this like for you? And was this a big bankroll booster? Or had you already had your role online? No, no, it was a very big bankroll booster, sure. Because uh, the good thing is in Brazil at that time, it was so easy to, like, live poker was so easy. But it was very nice. I was huge ship leader in the final table. And then I used to play really really crazy at that time and then i lost uh, the heads up to a friend of mine we used to play for the same team by the way and nice. yeah it was amazing amazing result because i think i played just a few tournaments before this one and then i just started my my live career uh, with a very good result very amazing. cool and do they do deals back then or do you guys do some chops or saves and stuff or is that not was that not a common thing do people ever like if you're it friends was. and you do you do icm stuff I don't remember if we made a deal, but it was common. I, I think we didn't do it because I was huge in the heads up. Mm -hmm. I don't remember actually if we made a deal, but yeah. A lot it of tournaments. Common. It's a lot. It blends together for sure. And um, while we're on this subject, tell me a little bit about uh, like bankroll management. And is it, have you always kind of done it very slow and followed strict rules? Or do you have, did you ever take some shots? at times and also do you swap or, or do you sell action at all do you ever have friends or people that buy pieces especially in some of the higher buy-ins that you play yeah uh when i i wasn't very i was very crazy actually when i was 18 and then i busted my bankroll when i was 18 and mm -hmm. then i went to a poker team and the feeling was terrible because my family depends on me and then i busted my bankroll it was insane and then i Promised to myself that I would never feel that feeling again because it was so terrible. The good thing was uh, to learn really early in my career and in my life. I was just 18, so okay, I had a lot, a lot of time to to recover me. And but nowadays, uh, like I said, I discover that poker has a bigger variance than poker dope and this side says. So I'm really, really tight with my bankroll. I have a group of friends that we study together and we swap some stuff. Uh, especially in the high, higher binds, but in general, I play by myself. And yeah, like I said, I have a, this group of friends called Nine Tails. Uh, a lot of known Brazilian players are part of this group, but it's basically a study group. We don't say a lot about internal deals, this kind of stuff. Right. But yeah, I I sell this year in Vegas. I sold action to the 50k Players Championship. It was the first time I played this tournament, and then I sell for some tournaments, but. Not a lot nowadays. But you would say you follow, so you, like you said, you, you had busted your bankroll and then when you became part of a team and then also you kind of told yourself you wouldn't do it again. And so you do, you make sure that you never risk too much, correct? You've got, especially now with the family, having a son and your, your city family depends as well. So you, you have some pretty strict rules and guidelines for that. Exactly. Yeah. And in Brazil, we don't have a lot of opportunities. So I, all the money I, I won in the past, I just was thinking about my future and saving money, saving money. It's different than, I don't know, living in Europe, let's say, that you can take shots and if it goes wrong, you're just working anything you want and you're going to be, you're going to have a, a good life, uh, like uh, not a good, like enough to, to live. Like you have a car, you have okay house. In Brazil, it's not like that. Especially for me, I don't have experience in anything else besides poker. So I don't know what I would do if I busted my bankroll. So when I busted for the first time after this, I just was thinking about my future. And that's the reason I took so long to reach the high stakes because I took part of my bankroll to, to save money for my future. So I just reached the really, really high stakes nowadays, 12 years later. Right. And tell me what this was like to win the LAPT grand final. This is also in Sao Paulo. And you take this down for 175,000 US a few years later now, right? So you've already become... You've had your really been been doing well online and ranked high, but how how was this like to take down and win a trophy, a big trophy, the the grand final, the biggest buy in there? What what was this feeling? It was insane because I wasn't playing tournaments 
a lot at that time. Like I said, in 2015, I, I was just playing PLO cash games. Of course, I had years of experience, enough to, to win high-stakes live tournaments, but it was a very special moment in my life. And in the heads-up, I had five BBs against 60 BBs, something like this. So wow. I was 10 to 1. He was 10 to 1 against me. So it was very special. Very, very special that, feeling. That's and awesome. Of course, when tournaments, uh, live tournaments are, the feeling is so in, intense, all the feelings. Like when you lose, it's more intense than, than online. And when you win, it's the same. So it was a very special moment. Very cool. And how about winning a bracelet? Because I mean, in terms of you know Brazilians and winning a bracelet, this is now 2019. Yeah, I think you've had some deep runs, close calls, but to actually take down a WSOP bracelet, how, how meaningful and, and what was this like to win in a, a mixed event? The Omaha high-low, eight or better, and seven-card stud. That's a pretty interesting combination mm -hmm. of events. I, I don't see that really spread much. Yeah, it's funny because... After you win for the first time, you're just thinking the tournaments as like normal tournaments, but the first place gives you a, a, a beautiful bracelet. But before this, like until you, you reach this, this score, it's so special and it seems so distant, like so far from the reality. So it was, uh, yeah, a dream coming true, of course. I, I don't play for this kind of stuff, but of course it's special. It's part of the, like when I, I don't know, when I will be uh, older, it's going to be really nice to have these uh, trophies and bracelets to remember this part of my life. Of course, this is not the goal, the, the, the trophies, but it's amazing. Of course, it was a very good feeling, especially in these games, because it, this exactly two games are my best games in, in mixed games. So this tournament was made... For me, it was designed for you. You just knew yeah, you were, exactly. you had a good shot at it. That's yeah, uh, that, exactly. that's awesome, man. That big score, big difference between first and second. Very cool. And then you go ahead and get a deep run in the main event. So quite a quite a WSOP. I mean, what was it like to be this deep? 2019. You know, there's coverage. I imagine you're the last Brazilian left, right? This is 28, 28. This is yes. the year in San Baba won it. See, I'm sure. Yeah, it's so deep. I mean, what what was this feeling? This is like what four tables left. Three tables, four tables. How describe to me what it was like? Was it with the, only that many tables left? The room getting smaller. What was going through your mind? Yeah, WSOP main event has a special fun <coughs> and a special. I don't know the the place. The energy is different than any other tournament. Uh, this year, I feel I felt the same. Like in the first day, like everybody was so happy playing that tournament. It's so nice the the feeling, and of course when you reach the the. the Deep run, it's so special because it's possible to, to change your life forever. It's a lot of money. Uh, I was playing by myself. I didn't sell any action. I didn't swap anything. So, of course, 8 million would change a lot of things. And it was amazing. I remember it was the, the moment I was leaving. It was very special. My family was there. I, I won a bracelet the same year. I was four tables left in the main event. So... I was just really, really grateful. And I mean, you actually go out on 28, which is a big pay jump between yeah. uh, the two. Was it a cooler? Was it a spot where maybe do you kind of level yourself to where, you know, it's like, oh, it's a pay jump. People are putting pressure on because it's very interesting dynamics and the, the level, right? The amount of thinking on everything. How short are the other stacks? What's going on? Do you remember the hand? Was it, was it just yeah. a cooler or did you make a kind of play where you're like, wow, this guy might be taking advantage of this pay jump? I was stalling a lot. <laughs> Uh, at this point, because I, I knew. And another guy was stalling a lot in my table too, because I was very short stack. I had 12 BBs. I mean, it's very short stack for the, the main event because the structure is so good. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was a cooler. It was ace-king against aces. I had nothing to do, but... Shit. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, no, yeah, that, that hand plays itself. No uh, yeah, no leveling. Exactly. You didn't have uh, ace-five suited and rip it on a guy or something. <laughs> Just uh, feeling, okay, fair enough. So, so deep run there. And then you also get one more bracelet. What, what was it? So you take first deep run 2019. And then I think was this, uh, so this was the, the online event though. So which yeah. counts and it's PLO. I mean, this is one $400 buy-in to win 220 K. That is a lot of entrance. How is that possible? How do you beat 4,300 people in a PLO event? I don't, I don't know. The first day I just played like, you know, the, that table in the, the bottom of screen, I didn't give a lot of attention attention to the tournament. <laughs> when when I reached the, the day two, we were in the money. And then the things just, I, I don't know. I just played like normal. I don't know. But in the, in the day two, I gave more focus to the tournament, of course, because we were in the money. But there were a lot of people. 
yet. And yeah, I don't know. But the the the, the good thing about this tournament, they stopped the tournament and the final table were uh, was uh, one week later. So I had time to prepare a lot of teams to to see how I should play in a lot of spots. I was a ship leader, so and I didn't have a lot of experience uh, in PLO ICM stuff. I, I'm not mm -hmm. playing PLO for a long time. Uh, I'm just playing no limit holding tournaments. I didn't know how to construct the ranges with ICM, and then I can say that this final table gave me a lot of uh, insights and changed a lot of my uh, my mind for PLO ICM. And 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 I mean when you take. So you take it down $400 to 220K. This is almost like, you know, you have the World Series deep run, 10K for 220. This is such a ridiculous ROI. Like when you mm. play some of these 3,000, 4,000 person tournaments, how is your mindset different than when you play like a 5K or a 10K? Because it is a, it's a, is that just what you do? You say you kind of put on the side, don't really give much attention for a while. And then if something starts coming to fruition, you you focus more is that i mean cuz you're not realistically like this is this is not a tournament you you start the day and think you're going to win right i mean it's it's a 4300 person tournament so tell me about maybe your organization in a session how many tables do you play do you color co coordinate them you know give me some of your rules and and some tricks for playing online and multi tabling to be honest nowadays i'm playing uh, really high stakes so i'm not uh, playing a lot of tables i play 6 or 8 tables maximum and then all the tournaments require we require a lot of attention so i don't have a tournament that i don't give 100% attention if i'm not giving if i'm not uh like if i don't want to to play 100% in that tournament i don't register anymore because i think this tournament will probably uh how can I say? right you 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 you're, you're not just it's going to disturb the the higher stakes so i don't play the 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 tournaments that i that will not bring me a good hourly rate right so nowadays right. I just play 100% focus. And one good thing that I brought again to my game that when I start playing with solvers, I I forgot about any I, I, all the, the experience I had, and then I just tried to copy the solvers. I don't recommend this at all. And then three years ago I start giving giving a, a lot of attention to my experience, my intuition, and bring all these things back. And then I started to to have I'm start have I started having a lot of good results because of this. So that's the reason I don't like to play a lot of tables because I like to pay attention every hand, every bet sizing, bring my intuition together. I don't try to play like a robot, uh, just solver oriented stuff. Of course, I I study with solvers all the day all days, but I like to to do different stuff. And and tell me about mu music in your life. I know I think I've actually seen you playing the guitar and I've seen some stuff with it and I believe you are a musician or still still do some music what is your your music background yeah nowadays it's just a hobby but before poker I used to play in bars at night uh, and just to, to to get some money to bring uh, money home and but nowadays it's just a hobby and I don't play a lot but I study a lot of uh, guitar back in the day and also a little I study a little bit uh, a little bit of voice techniques and i just like to play nowadays with friends nothing serious i don't plan to play anymore very very cool and uh tell me about the prospects of brazil and south america how popular is poker in your country in south america latin america right now how, like in terms of prospects and continue to grow in popularity like would you say now is the most popular ever was it there a boom was it five ten years ago you know how tell me talk to me a bit about where the, the, the current state of poker is in your country and in Latin America, the Europe that you know of. Yeah, nowadays it's huge in Brazil. We were talking yesterday in Party Poker at stream that our guess is that around 6,000 players play for a team, a poker team. So 6,000, it's a lot, it's insane. And I don't know, I don't remember exactly when the, the poker boom was in Brazil, but nowadays it's so huge. We have teams with... 500 players. It's insane. Wow. And that's the reason uh, Brazil is huge in online poker as well, having a lot of results because Brazilians are competitive. Poker gives a lot of opportunity to these young guys win some money, like like me back in the day, and then brings all together. It's, it's an amazing game, competitive uh, people and with the good opportunity. Yeah, it, it, it does seem, it seems like it's, in the U.S. as well, there's, it just seems like it's sort of a new boom going on and states are legalizing. What is the legal 
landscape because my understanding of Brazil is that it's sort of gray, like U.S. used to be, where it's like not illegal, not legal, but there's some regulations coming around. There's some card rooms popping up. There's not casinos in Brazil, if I'm not mistaken. So give me a little bit of understanding of how the, the, the legality side of it all is there. Yeah, online gaming is in a gray area. Uh, and I think this year they will, in 2022, they will regulate poker in Brazil. This is just a guess, but because they, they are in this process to regulate casinos in Brazil as well. And I think poker will come together. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be good for poker. I don't think so. <laughs> Actually, I think it's going to be a bad thing for Brazilian poker. Okay. Uh, but that's it. Yeah, it's a gray area nowadays. Uh, we don't have any regulations, but we can play online. And we don't have casinos, but we have poker clubs. It's very common in Brazil. We have huge poker clubs, beautiful poker Brazil with huge tournaments. That's, um, yeah, that's sort of, that's my understanding. But it does seem, it just seems like a really fast growing Fast growing thing, so it's uh, great. Do you get recognized in your in your hometown, or uh, I'm sure at the actual poker stops, right? BSOPs or WSOP. So how much would you say people kind of come up to you and, and are, are recognized within the community of poker? Yeah, a lot. Uh, it's insane. Like Brazilians, they are so I don't know how, what's the word, but passionate. Passionate. Yeah, yeah, it can be. Like I was talking to Lena, Lena 900 in yeah. in Vegas. And he says, like, he said uh, to me that Brazilians send messages to him, like they have him as a poker god. And I say it's true. If he went to, if he, if he goes to Brazil, he's going to be like, I don't know, he's going to stop every table to take pictures, this kind of stuff. So it's very common in Brazil. Yeah. And it's not, I think it's a Brazilian thing because like in Vegas, guys, they, they recognize me, but they just talk to me like normally okay he's mm -hmm. just a guy that had success in poker but in brazil is different they they treat us like uh idols legends yeah but it's, it's nice i i'm pretty happy like yeah. we we have no idea that that this kind of stuff happens because we just stay at home playing in my computer i don't do this for for the fame i just do this because i really like it but when your work is recognized of course it's a good thing and tell me a bit about the social side because in poker i think it's very rare that you have a exceptional player also in content you know that that's sharing that's being a given a part of the process and i think it's it's very difficult right because it's either like you're focused on content or you're focused on sort of solving and studying and playing and being focused it's hard to, to do both and i think it's kind of rare um you know i think it's also it's interesting because i'd say you came from more of like the the crusher side right like like the dominating the game, number one in the world, and now you're kind of transitioning and doing more content. Whereas like someone that's, uh, you know, more content, it's hard maybe to kind of, you know, you can, cause it's hard, there's only so much time, whether you're doing, you know, Twitch or YouTube or other things or studying and getting better, it's hard. So tell me a bit on what it's like for you to now sort of sh to segue and do the content. Is it, is it easy for you? Is it, is it challenge? Is it like, is it more challenging than you thought? Give me kind of what that, that process is like yeah i think it's it wouldn't be possible without my team so mm -hmm. i really want to thank you especially fernanda that is my instagram how to say she does manager. everything so, yeah. Yeah, manager she helps mm -hmm. me with a lot of things so it wouldn't be possible by myself especially with family this kind of stuff if i like maybe if i was single it would be possible but yeah i think i had to delegate a lot of uh, these tasks to other people and Fernanda especially is the most special one. She was with me in Vegas. She's extremely good. She studies a lot about Instagram, this kind of stuff. And she, thanks to to her that my Instagram is like this. Very, very cool. Yeah, no, That's it's the important. reason I can do this. I, I wouldn't do this for sure. Because she knows that my my, my passion is to play and study. Actually, I, 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 I love to study. Maybe more than play. And she helps me to on this side. I, I have time to study. I have time to do all these things. So she helps me to prepare everything, the content, a lot of things that I say in interviews or podcasts. She transcribed. Is it correct to say? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. In English, uh, in like she transcribed to put in the the, in the feed post, this kind of stuff. So she's amazing. Thanks. Awesome. No, it's important. You gotta have a team, man. The stuff. So it really is difficult. I I'm on the other side, man. Maybe I can trade you a few. Uh, tips and, and content and social and you can 
help me get better at my game. I, I always am trying to work and improve, but you know, it's true. Like I, it's, it's the, when people ask me about poker, I think I come from a bit of a unique background where I played some high stakes cash. I played some high stakes tournaments, you know, but I also know that the top 0.05 or 1%, you know, I know my game's not there and I know how much work the, the best of the best are doing that you guys are doing. So it's like, it's an interesting sort of trade-off because there is only so much time. So it's like, I'm like, Oh, I can do this, but you know, I have a son, I have a family and I want to get better at poker uh, as well. And I think that, you know, it's the same thing. You just got to, you got to balance, right? You got to find time. You got to find processes to make it, you know, whether it's studying and find people to help you, like you said, hire a coach, be, be effective in your time uh, or doing content. So maybe, you know, we'll, we'll have to, we got to merge more, man. You got to help me. I want to get better at poker and, and I'm, I, I probably can help you with some tricks as well uh so you know we'll have to we'll have to and we have a son the same age maybe we just need to go get a house in brazil play online for a few months and 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 uh you know we can help become a superpower so um for that sure. would be, Let's that, see would be what can do. that would be yeah. that would be cool um in, in your place i think my strategy would be maybe exchange uh coaches for profit something like this mm -hmm. i don't know uh I think this is a good strategy because you you're going to get the the content very you know you you don't have to do the the dirty work you know, in solvers this kind of stuff yeah I think it's a good strategy I would do this probably I know like give fifty percent of the profit it's not something good or forty percent I don't know but but, but see that's the interesting thing because for me this is what I try to explain to people people always ask oh how much money do you make on Twitch or YouTube and it's not really it's not about like, it doesn't happen like that. It's more about, you know, the endorsement deals with party commentary, mm -hmm. other opportunities. So for me, whether like I put action on state Kings um, or people buy pieces and stuff like for me, if I win or lose, you know, say whatever the amount is like for the buy-ins that I'm playing, it's not such a huge deal. Like if I give up mm -hmm. 50%, I don't mind really because it's like, that's not my main like source of living. I just don't want to be losing, you know, like listen, even during COVID um, you know, I had a couple good scores, but all in all, like I lost money playing and I realized like I'm very, very realistic. I think I'm a pretty good poker player. Like I'm going to mm -hmm. be able to help and teach a lot of people to get better, but I'm not, in, you know, I know to get to be beating five K's and one K's and five hundreds online, very difficult. Like I don't, mm -hmm. I don't register, you know, I'll play the five K millions on Sunday. Like I'm in that field. I'm not like, I know I'm not like just crushing the field, right? Like I'm, you know, I could win it, but I'm also realized that like the guys I'm playing are the best in the world that are, a lot of them are the best in the world. Now, that's a great value tournament because they're satellite winners and there is a lot of value, but I'm very realistic in my game. And I same thing, I don't tell people, hey, like, watch me, I'm the best poker player in the world. No, like, you know, I'm probably going to be better than the average Twitch viewer and I can help you learn, but I'm also learning myself as I go and getting better. And so it's fun. But yeah, I mean, listen, if you got, I'm always open for stuff. I work with some really, you know, like great players and people and, and programs, but I'm always open if you have some ideas or suggestions uh, I, I would love to hear what you do, what you use. And, you know, maybe there's a way I think we did. You mentioned it here, too. Right. There's a uh, reg life as well. Like, I, I don't know what all you have going on, but I, I'm, I'm very open and willing to learn. And I'm very uh, what's the word? I'm very um, realistic, very humble in my own ability. Like I am the first one to say, hey, I'm, I don't know how to play this spot or I'm confused or I'm uncomfortable. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think that's important to want to learn. You can't just think, you know, everything sure. and you're the best and all that. Like you have to be be realistic and. Um, yeah, we, I would love to chat more and, and see what you all, because I, I know what you do works and that you're a great player. So I'd love to, um, to do that. Plus our, our sons can play soccer and hang out and or what, you know, we have a good time and I'll learn Portuguese too. It'll be, it'll be great. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's dive in. I mean, again, so congrats to world series bracelets guys. I want to give you an opportunity to ask some questions. There's some Portuguese going on. I can't hear, or I can't understand all of it. I follow a little bit, but I am a little rusty on my Portuguese. So let's dive in. Let's go over to Twitter. Let's get these. This we'll do a fifty dollar giveaway at the end of the show, and I am going to go and click in here. Uh, anything else you want to mention, or anything else for people to check out before we start taking some questions? Yeah, it's so good. Just stay tuned in my Instagram and Reg Life's Instagram. We always post some good information about poker and what we are doing uh, for poker community. That's it. And two thousand twenty-two, I'm probably going to play a lot of live events, so just gonna. Be fun to watch what is coming. Very cool. Well, yeah, we again the YouTube guys give that a subscribe. I'm gonna check that out. You said there are English subtitles on here. Yes. Uh huh. Very cool. All, the, Let, all these videos. That's that's awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely. Well, oh, a little Amazon action here. Look at this. Uh, or something, <laughs> something going on. Yeah. 
Um, cool. Well, yeah. So let's dive in. I'm gonna. We'll take about five, ten minutes of questions here. I'm gonna go ahead and get the giveaway loaded up, and then of course, you know, you could ask a question if somehow we don't get to it. Uh, hopefully, you can can see a bit of them and, and answer a few on his own. But we will spend a few minutes here and go before we give. Let me just load this up so you guys can see this giveaway. Fifty dollars. Uh, I will send it. However, we are gonna copy. Let me just get this queued up. You're good for for some questions. Yeah, for sure. Let's All right, let's let's do that. I am gonna plug this in, get this queued up, and then we'll uh, we'll do this this giveaway for fifty dollars uh, after we do a few of these. So, all right, here we go. Let's dive right in. How did you feel last WSOP in Vegas? How was it? The difference not being the summer because you've been going for so many years. How was it in the fall compared to the normal summer? Yeah. I prefer in the fall for sure. Like in the summer, it's I got I get sick every time in in WSOP because it's too hot outside and too cold inside. So yeah, I prefer this time of the year. And this year was really special because I stayed for the entire series and I saw that the every year it becomes easier if you are studying and if you are sharp in the studies in the poker knowledge. It's very possible to have. Very big ROIs. For sure. And Craig Leonard asking, favorite thing to do to unwind from poker? Days long, you bust, you bubble, whatever. You you make a deep run, whatever it is, days over. What do you like to do to kind of take your mind off and unwind? Depends. In Vegas, I like to to drink good wine. I don't don't drink a lot, but I, I love wine. And I like to have a dinner with my family. But in Brazil, I like to go surfing. And I'm a chess donkey but i like to play chess sometimes mm-hmm. and music and barbecue uh what is your what is your favorite movie i don't watch a lot of movies but you think tough question i really don't know what is shawshank redemption movie? you like that any any old school ones in uh any 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 movie? I, actually the funny thing is the brazilian translates different like we were we were talking about watching yeah. dumb and dumber the other day and it's called like idiochi idiochi or something like, there's just like funny different names so it might be um hard to yeah. think of what Excellent. it is and i skip i skip this one all right fair enough um what is the highest the hardest part about staying at the top of the online mtt rankings uh first thing is the the variance deal with the variance in the high stakes second thing is when you are in the top you the guys will study you they are going to try to figure out what you are doing. So you are in the target of the good players. And it's, of course, it's not. For sure. Um, and talk about party poker. You know, there's been some major improvements in the software even I love when it. I signed I love two and a half, three years ago. And now there's like a brand new kind of update and, and stuff. But we have a question here from one hundo asking, where do you think the party poker can improve besides the app? Uh, put some mixed games. <laughs> mixed games. Side. So this is the first thing. The first thing I would ask: uh, mixed games and I don't know the software. I I love the the new the new update. Um, maybe more high stakes tournaments. Very so very the, the 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 mixed game stuff is fun. I I'm I am surprised. Is that something that have you reached out or are you in talks with trying like would they maybe that you could help with structures or um you know to 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 help kind of like make it make it happen? Like what is what are your thoughts? Is it just a liquidity issue? There's not enough people for each game to play kind of online. Is that the thing? Yeah, exactly. Like cash games are dead. Basically, there's no action, especially in mid to high stakes. Uh, I didn't have opportunity to talk about this kind of stuff as well, because when I signed with party one month later, I just went to Vegas to play and then I just uh, arrived uh, in Brazil again. So I didn't have time to, to talk about it, but I would love to. Very cool. And where can people watch you stream? Because, you know, I, you said you didn't have your own Twitch channel. I know Gaston and the Party Poker team channel, the, the thing has really grown. They've got, put a lot of resources into it, really great graphics. It's, it's awesome. Are you doing that once a week or what's your schedule on there? Yeah, like I said, I didn't have the opportunity to, to do a lot of content for Party Poker because I went to Vegas and then my content, uh, it was party as well the the vlogs that i that i made in, in vegas but i'm going to stream sometimes in the party poker br uh, twitch very cool what uh i, I want what... to do some different stuff like challenges I, I maybe i want to do something related to six plus maybe a challenge mm. to learn how to play the game a little bit better and at the same time show people how to play this game because i'm not very good in this game so it's going to be a very good thing for everybody 
and maybe some PLO challenges. I want to do something different that I, I can give content and learn at the same time and show the guys that it's possible to, to win in any game that you I'm a matter of time and study. Very, very cool. Plans for the new year. Do you have anything exciting planned for, for New Year's this, this year? Are you going to be in Brazil or? Yeah, I just want to stay at home. We stay like for 80 days. Uh, like because we, I had to do quarantine in Costa Rica and then I went to Vegas, stay 70 days in Vegas. So I just want to stay at home, enjoy my family and friends. Very, because we very... live in a very calm city, but in the summer it's, it gets super crowded because it's, mm -hmm. because it's a beach city. It's beautiful. So all the other cities without beaches come to here to stay. So we just like to stay at home because the traffic gets insane at this part of the year. And we have the beach right in front of our place. Very it's cool. the best place to... You're right where you need to be. You're, you know, no exactly. need to travel and, and, and lay low. Vegas is a lot. That's a, it takes a lot out of you being in the desert for a couple months and away from home. I know I can relate. I love being home, have your routine, you know, relax. It's, it's nice. We'll take a couple more here. So someone asking about when are, who is this? We got Renato Paletti asking, when are registrations for Reg Life and Open? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Uh, but it's going to be probably in the first quarter of 2000. I cannot say the, the date. And I saw my dad had a qu great question. Can you generalize about the style of players from a particular country? For example, do Brazilians play in a certain way? Or is that silly because each player is unique and has their own style? Do you, do you feel like Brazil has its own sort of identity in how they play the game? Or is it just changing and so different between any particular player? I think the recreational players, yes. You can... Like the recreational players in Brazil play very different than U.S. recreational. And like when I went to China and when I went to France to, to play, they used to play way, way different than Brazilian recreationals. They were super aggressive. Check raise everything. And Brazilians, they like to, to limp, to see some flops, play yeah. the, the honest style. Like Americans too, I think. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so the recreational players, I think you can like have an idea how to how they play but mm -hmm. professionals especially nowadays with solvers i think they play especially the professionals that stayed with solvers they play kind of similar i guess right especially the the pre-flop and flop they 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 play same close to same ranges and flop they play very similar strategies betting a lot and small sizes so right okay well listen i are we i'm gonna do this i loaded it up i want you to tell me when we're gonna choose a 50 dollar winner i will send that however the winner is able to receive it. So uh, you can tell me when, and on your count, we are going to choose a $50 winner. That's a lot of reais, man. It's like you said, almost six to one. So maybe a Brazilian in the chat can, can get it. I see a lot of support from your community live watching here. We appreciate that. And again, this will be on all the audio outlets, the podcast go, the major ones, as well as on YouTube. You can watch this in its entirety on a replay uh, that will be up later today. So why don't you, Yuri, tell me when, and someone's going to win this 50 US dollars. Tell me when? You just, me? you just, you tell me three, you count down, you can say now, you can say something ah, Brazilian, you ah, just okay, okay. me to choose a winner. Vamos, gente, whatever you want. You tell me and you tell me I'm going to, I'm going to hit it. Vamos. Vamos. Boom. There it is. Choose a winner. I am sure we are going to see who gets this $50 and it is, this could be, this could be a Brazilian. It looks, sounds, uh, El Arquero. It's Spanish. It's Spanish. He does follow him. It's a criteria. He's going to get, uh, all right. So that my friend. Yeah, I, I'll let you pronounce it. Say your last name for us one more time before we get out of here as well. Zivilevsky. <laughs> okay, that is... Zivilevsky. Try, try this way. Zivilevsky. 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 Perfect. That's it. All right. Well, that was... Yeah, that, that does, actually does seem... It's, it seems impossible. It's like skiing. I just skied. <laughs> Certain things you look at, you're like, man, there's no way... I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get that right, but there there it is. So I hope you guys I hope you guys have enjoyed. I personally have learned a lot, and I'm I'm very serious. I would love to link up. I would love to do something. Of course, our, it's so cool. Our, our kids are the same age, and you know, again, my my wife's Brazilian, so she can follow along and chat and and do all that. And I'm gonna hopefully learn Portuguese. It's gonna be hard when my son speaks <laughs> Portuguese and I don't. I, I can't let that happen. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna work hard. It's hard though, man. There's always so much time. Learn poker. Learn Portuguese. Yeah. You know, like it's, there's, there's only so much time, but um, we're, we're doing, we're doing our best, but um, yeah. Anything else, any closing again, Instagram, Twitter, give you a follow, anything else that they, and, and then the uh, reg life, correct? The YouTube, Twitter, yeah. Instagram. 
that's it. That's perfect. Like Instagram, we are always posting uh, new contents. Like on YouTube, it's more by season. It's not very frequently now, but we are planning to to post more. And that's it. Very Thank cool. You so well, much. Listen, man, this was a treat. I appreciate the time. So happy that you're part of Party Poker, man. I know how much everyone, I, again, I, I've gotten to know you very little, unfortunately, over the years. This was, I got to know you much better today, and hopefully we'll get some dinners and hang out and, and get to spend some more time together and uh, help each other on our poker journey, man. I, I appreciate the time so much. Congrats on all your success. Wish you the best, and I'll see you maybe Sunday. You'll be playing the 5K 5 mil. Yeah, it's going to be a pleasure to know you better, you and your family, and work together. It's a pleasure to be party poker team with you as well. Thank you so much for receiving me here, for having me here. And yeah, I'm in on day two already of the, the 5K. I don't have a lot of chips, but I'm on day two already. So just one bullet and day That's two. Nice. That's nice. <laughs> that is nice. I'll hopefully be the same. I only get one chance this Sunday. I'll be playing. I'll be streaming. I'll see you soon. Cheers. And uh, Cheers, all my Brazilians out there, prazer. Boa noite, boa tarde. And I'll, I'll see you soon, man. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.